right, let's get to it. Welcome to another episode of Fan Speculation. Bing bong. Another! <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Bring me another. <laughs> Who's the president? Byron. Who's the president? Byron. You want a shot? You want a shot? You want a shot? You want a shot? You're feeling great. <laughs> Me and Ben have been watching uh, what, what the fuck Side talk New York City Out of yeah. Coney Island Yeah These guys These guys basically Just became super 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 popular In pop culture So since Yeah We were just watching We were watching A couple of those videos Um Apologies On my behalf Because it is Uh I'm the reason Why we didn't have An episode last week I was sick as a fucking dog Yeah CJ and, was under the weather Yeah I was under the weather And uh so, we're making it up because we got a lot of shit going on. Hell yeah. We, uh, we're going to start off talking about Hawkeye, going a brief description of the episode, but it is, it's, it is it's here. It's the fucking week of truth. It, it is here. The week of reckoning. The day we are releasing this, which would be the 16th of December, yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home is finally here. The day this is released is the day CJ and I, CJ and I get to go see the movie. Yes. We're going to be going with our girlfriends, and then Andreas, who will be joining us in the podcast a little while later. We're gonna be. Yeah. Excuse me. Fuck yeah. Uh, we're gonna be going to see it in IMAX uh, next Tuesday. Fuck yeah, twenty first. Um, we'll get into all the Spider Man talk when Andreas is on the podcast. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. We're gonna be pitching crazy fan theories. The hype for this movie. We are gonna be ranking the Spider Man movies. In yes. His, up until No Way Home. Yes. Because obviously No Way Home can't go on the list because we haven't seen it yet. Yeet, but it looks like it's gonna be number one on that motherfucker. Well, when we revisit that list one day, sure. But for now, let's talk about Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I was saying to you before when, when the show was happening, that this show just keeps getting better and better and better. Hawk motherfucker is back. Uh, this is this <laughs> this I, I every week I feel like I said, Oh, this is my favorite episode. But it's true. Every week every episode keeps getting better for me. Hell yeah. And I was saying that I think the monologue, the scene between mm-hmm. Kate Bishop and Yelena mm-hmm. Belova is like probably my favorite scene in the entire yeah. show. Yeah, and if you have seen Hawkeye, uh, if, if you haven't seen Hawkeye, shut it off right now because CJ, well, Belova was showed up in the last episode, so that's kind of yeah. not a spoiler. But if uh, if you haven't seen it yet, shut this shit off. If you have, keep Skip. listening. Well, if you haven't seen it, just skip over. About, skip to hear something about Spider Man. Yeah, I'm gonna. There's gonna be a transition spot. Skip over about maybe like ten minutes or so. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. and to to not hear the Hawkeye stuff. I, I'll tell you what. Um, the biggest plot twist that I saw on the show was the fact that it was uh, Kate Bishop's mom that yeah. hired a, uh, a Black Widow. Now I thought it was gonna be the uh, the no. guy that the guy that was gonna be marrying Kate Bishop's mom, Jack. Yes, I thought it was going to be him because he was like good with a sword and all this. He's shit. still pretty. Yeah, he's still playing a he's part. He's still suspicious. I think he's like an underboss for Kingpin, and probably. that's probably how they met. Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? I'm thinking the same thing. And and Kingpin, Kingpin, uh, probably set that whole thing up to where that guy's uncle dies, mm-hmm. so that Jack becomes fucking stupid rich. Yep. You know, unpowerful. And that, and that is the big thing. Yeah, Kingpin is officially in the MCU. That is D'Onofrio's Kingpin. Yep. He's yep. in the classic white suit. Yep. Um, which I was saying while we were watching the show that... That guy looks like fucking money. <laughs> he is money. Yes. The, uh, that when... What's him call it? When um, Clint was leaving the penthouse in the previous episode, uh, Kate's mom calls someone and says, you know, I need your help. Whatever the fuck she says. 
and I was theorizing, I'm like, what if she's calling Val, Contessa, mm-hmm. and then Val gets Yelena and shows, oh, this is the person responsible for your sister's death. So she definitely called Val. Mm-hmm. Val got got uh, Yelena, and she got the fuck right over to New York yeah. so she can k- try and kill Hawkeye. Mm. And this episode was so great. W- w- let's go into that whole back and forth between uh, Yelena and Cade for a little bit. Hey, real, real. I'm sorry. Real fast. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so Val's assembling the Dark Avengers, essentially. Dark Avengers, Thunderbolts, whatever they're going to be called. Yeah. Yes. Some kind of anti-hero. Do you think we're going to get like a, an Avengers versus Dark Avengers movie? Like it's going to be like Tom Holland. Um, fucking. I don't know about a Dark Avengers strange. versus Avengers. I think we could probably see a Dark Avengers slash Thunderbolts versus a Young Avengers movie. Yeah, you know, yeah, because I feel like if if the Dark Avengers, like, because we kind of already know who they're going to be, I think Doctor Strange could probably take them all on by himself. That's true. But why I say it could be more of a, um, more of a, like, a, uh, Young Avengers situation because we've already seen some characters that have been introduced in the MCU like Kate Bishop to mm-hmm. take up the mantle as Hawkeye. Uh, we've seen uh, Billy and Tommy Maximoff. The teenage versions of them are supposed to be showing up in the Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness movie. Mm-hmm. Kid Loki, uh, the young kid who uh, Iron Man gave a bunch of shit in Iron Man 3. Oh, that's um, right. Iron Heart. Uh, there's a lot of characters being set up for a Young Avengers movie. Um, even, uh, what's, uh, Scott Lang's daughter, uh, she becomes a superhero in, in the comics. You know, there's a lot. What does she become? I can't remember her character's name, but. It's gotta be a bug. Uh, some kind of bug, I would say. Some, some tricky yeah. technology. Give a grasshopper some shit. <laughs> Maybe. Um. Oh, uh, you think Shang-Chi's gonna be in that motherfucker? I don't think, uh, Shang-Chi is, is, I think he's too old to be a young Avenger. But yeah, so he's just gonna be a regular Avenger. Yeah, I think he's just an Avenger, but. I think they're assembling a new team. But, may, but ha, who it. knows, maybe, uh, like, maybe a Miles Morales could come <clears throat> to, into the young Avengers. You think, oh my God, I, I think eventually. Sh- no, Shang Chi is definitely gonna be fighting um, Kang. You think Kang? Fuck yeah! Because at the end of Shang Chi, uh, Doctor Strange and what's the other guy? The, the no, other- that was Wong. That wasn't Doctor Strange. Oh, Wong takes him in. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, I, that beacon is a whole other story. I think definitely it, gonna be in Multiverse of Madness. I think that's more of a cosmic thing. I think it could be calling Galactus or something. That beacon. Kang, I feel like is it's. I mean, I don't know if you saw that picture of like some guy from kind of going all over the place here, but some guy from a um, a uh, who's like a stuntman on Ant Man the Wasp Quantumania. There's a picture of Ant Man's helmet cracked open, like one of the eyelids is gone, and in the reflection you see Kang as Ant Man. It's Ant Man's helmet, like. Think of like the she- Captain America's shield being broken in half. Yeah. Ant-Man's helmet is broken in. Like one of the the sides of the helmet with lenses is gone. Yeah, but Kang's then, wearing the helmet. Kang's not wearing the helmet. Kang is in the reflection of the helmet. Oh. It's re- it looks so dope. And I can't wait for Jonathan Majors to be Kang. And which is why I think we're probably going to get Loki season two right before we get Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania because Kang is said to be the main villain of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. But um, overall, we see this thing where, you know, Yelena goes to Kate Bishop and, you know, they have like a bit of a heart to heart and a history little lesson. And Yelena explains that, you know, she believes that Clint Barton killed her sister and, you know, that, um, you know, my sister saved the world. He didn't save the world. 
Now, I want to know how she's getting the information from. How does Val know that Hawkeye is responsible for Yelena's, uh, for, for Natasha's death? How does Yelena know that Natasha is the reason why everyone is saved? Which She's not wrong. If Natasha didn't sacrifice herself, then we don't know where we would be. Mm-hmm. Clint was ready to be that person, but Natasha was the one. I'm sure we will probably get answers in the next episode. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Maybe we won't. We'll have to see down the line. Um, but I think that little altercation between uh, Kate Bishop and Yelena Belova, I think that's a ver- that's a first indication of possibly a uh, Dark Avengers versus Young Avengers scenario. You know what I mean? Hell yeah! Like, I just the character work between both both actresses, between Florence Pugh who plays Yelena and uh, uh, Haley Steinfeld who plays Kate, just. It was really, really well done character work. I think Elena's going to have a character arc where she's like going to be part of the Dark Avengers and then comes over through Kate Bishop. I think Elena is going to be a bit of an anti-hero. Yeah. I think she is very. She's going to walk a very fine line of good and bad. Like you know, she's obviously working for someone like Val, who is clearly up to no good mm-hmm. um and she was hired by kate as we saw by kate's mother and she's and kate's mother is working with kingpin um could this be uh she works for kingpin is she actually king is she really maybe really she's kingpin's lover mm. maybe jack is just a front and kingpin needs to be in the shadows i'm that's i'm thinking there maybe i mean there's so much going on. We all speculated Kingpin would be in this show. Yeah. And when we talked about it a few months ago, there was reported that Kingpin will be in this show. And that is clear as days to not feel as Kingpin. Now, what would you say is something we'll probably see in the next episode of Hawkeye? An actual appearance of Kingpin, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think we're going to see Elena and Hawkeye fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope I'm wrong, but it could be the death of Hawkeye. In the next episode or the season finale where Yelena either kills Hawkeye to like before she finds out the truth that like they were good friends. Something tragic is going to happen to him. Well, I feel like I I feel like, well, Hawkeye, we were saying like if there's anybody who would know that Natasha had a family, it it was Clint. And even like Avengers Endgame, you know, when uh Someone, uh, I think it was Tony Stark goes, did she have a family? And and Captain America goes, yeah, us, with tears in his eyes. And Clint didn't say anything, obviously, because... He knew. He knew. He knew she had a, a family. Um, I mean, a fake family, yeah. but a family nonetheless. Uh-oh. And Yelena is her sister. So Clint knew who she was. She's like, yeah, she's the woman who was there the other night, she claims to have been... Uh, she says she's Natasha's sister, and he says, Yelena... Okay, so he knows. He knew who Yelena was. Natasha and Clint were best friends, so they knew each other by each other's lives. Nata- other than Nick Fury, Natasha was the only one who knew about Clint's family and their hideaway. Yeah. So we see that. We see, um, whatchamacallit, we, we see that Hawkeye came to Maya as Ronan and told her that your uh, interpreter wasn't around that night. And we learned that he was her father's number two. And he said, like, your father, uh, your father's boss wanted him dead. So I was thinking, like, oh, was Hawkeye work? Was Ronan working for for Kingpin for a short period of time? Maybe it's mm-hmm. like a one off thing. 
to kill those guys? Uh, was it Maya's interpreter who wanted her father dead so she could be so he could be in charge? Yeah, there's a lot and, of things going on there. And you know, maybe he's jealous of Maya because he wants to be the the leader of that group. Yeah. Of, and and he's and there's like these little subtle undertones, you know, it's like it's like like she's like, who, like in a previous episode, like going, who's in charge? And he's reluctantly, he's like, in sign language, you are. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So I feel like this is kind of Maya's arc to be more of a hero, anti-hero, because she's getting her own series of, of Echo. She becomes, she's a superhero Echo. Oh, she is? Yes. Echo is, uh, a, he- is a superhero. Like they dove into her backstory a little bit when they, when they focused on her, when we saw the first, like the little, uh. The of Kingpin, where he's pinching her cheek as a little girl. Is she gonna be a young Avenger? Uh, she could be a young Avenger. She could be like an anti-hero type of thing. I see her more of an anti-hero. So Echo's whole thing is that Kingpin is actually the one who kills her father. Kingpin yeah, yeah. kills her, kills him, and his dying before he dies and kills the Maya's father. That he asks him to raise Maya and give her a good life. Mm-hmm. Strangely enough, Kingpin says yes to this. And then you know he thinks that she's uh, that she's a slow learner that she's disabled and sends her to a, a group a school with a bunch of kids who are mentally handicapped. But that's not the case. Maya is actually very gifted. So then he takes her to a school that for the incredibly gifted, and she's you know she's a she's a trained archer fighter uh, and makes her an assassin. So eventually, as she gets older, she actually becomes a love interest of Daredevil. And she learns the truth that Kingpin killed her father, and she actually shoots Kingpin and makes him go deaf. She gets into a, a, a romantic relationship with uh, Matt Murdock, I should say, mm. and then when uh, he Kingpin uh, hire uh, tells Dare, uh, Echo to kill Daredevil, she finds out that's Matt Murdock, and that King, and finds out the truth from from Matt Murdock as Daredevil. And uh, yeah, she has a pretty pretty decent pretty decent story. And I'm excited to see what they do with her series when it comes out. Mm. So there's a lot of things coming to play. I think this is probably Maya's time to probably become more of a hero. Uh, there's going to be some kind of standoff between uh, Yelena and Hawkeye. Uh, we're going to see D'Onofrio's Kingpin at some point. What do you think is something that we could see that we might not expect? Maybe like a setup to like the next show. Maybe a setup to... Mm. Um, I, I, I'd say Spider-Man, but Spider-Man comes out this week. Hmm. Maybe like a setup. Um, I would think maybe we could get a tease of Daredevil. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because it's Kingpin. I mean, so all, yeah, probably Daredevil, Daredevil's introduction at the end of the show, like an after credit scene for the finale. I, I think we could see that, considering I think because you know we're supposed to be seeing Charlie Cox return as Matthew as Matt Murdock slash Daredevil in the MCU. Uh, Kevin Feige confirmed it himself that when Daredevil comes to the MCU, it will be Charlie Cox. Yeah. So maybe when Hawkeye is over, we see a Daredevil after credit scene, but at the same time. I don't think they want to overshadow Hawkeye because Daredevil is a much bigger character than Hawkeye. Even though the Hawkeye show, I'm loving it right now. Maybe we could see an after credit scene with Kingpin. And maybe maybe Maya doesn't turn completely good in this show. Maybe it's just seeds planting that maybe she's not she's thinking to herself, Am I doing the right thing? And then she and then Kingpin can just say, I have your next target and show him a picture of Daredevil. That way we can mm. kind of set it up. But ah. do you but do you think Marvel would do that? 
Do you think they show a picture of, of Daredevil in the costume before we actually get a good look of him? Like, in live action? We just got a text message of Kingpin, so it could be fucking anything. It's true. I mean, obviously, we're going to get more of Kingpin in the... I mean, hell, we don't know how much screen time we're going to get with D'Onofrio's Kingpin. Yeah. I mean, some people might be saying, oh, it's, you know, how do we know for sure? I mean, like, dude, that's D'Onofrio's Kingpin. How many episodes of Hawkeye do we have left? There's one more episode. Oh, fuck. Yeah, we got one more episode. So, yeah, next week is it. And, um... Is it going to be longer than the standard? Uh, I don't... Wait, what? Is it going to be longer than the standard episode? Uh, well, this one was 44 minutes. So give me like an hour um, and a half, motherfucker. I don't know if you do an hour and a half. Maybe close to an hour. Okay. I, I would say like 50 minutes would be yeah, yeah, would yeah. be a good, decent time for the for the last episode. I'm just looking for that extra content. I know, man. I know. Yeah. I mean, we're still supposed to be getting, uh, Kate and Hawkeye are supposed to be getting uh, new costumes, and they're going to be fighting in uh, Rockefeller Center. Yeah, I, uh, I peeped that at the end of this episode. The, uh, the guy who was like the LARPer. Mm-hmm. He said your guys' new costumes came in. Yeah, he he did. One of the other LARPers made them a costume, mm-hmm. um, which I think is going to be a mixture of like with the classic Hawkeye purple, along with a bit of his like Avengers look, which mm-hmm. he's had in the MCU, which I like. I like when they mix classic stuff with modern day stuff, like Electro, for instance. Like when he powered up in the uh, in the No Way Home trailer, yeah, the it showed the the electricity like of the classic electro mask even though that costume looks very silly yeah <laughs> but uh they made but, it cool with the electricity but yeah 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 we're very much looking forward to it so we've been talking quite some Wait, time Ele- electro is one of the um you know that cartoon thing where it's like me and the boys messed up at 3 a.m yeah, going yeah, to the diner yeah, yeah. electro is one of those dudes isn't he mm-hmm. yeah yes he is Yes, he is. I love that meme so much. Me anyway, and the boys cheesing going into the diner at three a.m. <laughs> Me and the boys cheesing to go kill Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we've been talking about Hawkeye for quite a bit. Uh, that is a brief description. We don't want to try and derail the Hawkeye thing and think we don't care, but uh, we do care. Um, we're very much looking forward to Hawkeye. We are, we cannot wait, but we cannot spend too much more time because we got Spider-Man shit to, to talk about. Strap in, youngins. We got a lot to talk about. I say, yeah. <laughs> Coming up next. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider can. And we have waited too fucking long for this movie. Sony, you suck. Look out. Spider-Man No Way Home is finally here. Yes. Second second part of the podcast, we'd like to welcome Andreas Palacars for joining us. Hell yeah. How you doing, doing, Andreas? Doing just fine. Thank you. Oh that's, man, that's right. we talked briefly about Spider-Man a little bit, but now this this podcast is Spider-Man heavy. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! So we have a lot to talk about with Spider-Man as as we release this podcast. It is the day of when the movie has been released. Uh, the three of us will be going to see it on the twenty first in IMAX. <laughs> Vin, easy, IMAX. Jesus, Jesus Christ! Enjoy it. Okay. Ear rape. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, it's like the fucking SpongeBob episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, and then uh, Vinny and I will be seeing with our girlfriends uh, tonight as the day of this podcast is airing. Um, let's talk real quickly, um, gentlemen. The this movie is already being du- dubbed as the greatest Spider-Man movie ever, as the greatest superhero movie ever, and just the 
day after it had the world premiere, it had a 100 rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I think Whoa. currently it had like, has like a 94 now, but still yes. one fucking hundred. I want to get your thoughts and, and what you're excited to see. Uh, Andreas, I'm going to start with you. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see how they, you know, I, I've, I've listened to some spoiler free reviews like on, on YouTube by um, the real rejects who are amazing. Cosmic wonder is amazing. Um, and they've, all kind of said the same thing in, in terms of this is a great Spider-Man as well as Peter Parker movie. You really see Peter Parker, uh, sorry, Peter Parker, Peter Parker, um, <laughs> Peter Parker, um, you know, he has some struggles in this movie. There's a lot of character development. There's crying, there's laughing. So um, I'm more uh, liked about that because I feel like that's so far been missing from Tom Holland's movies as a, you know, uh, compared to like the Tobey Maguire movies where there was heavy Peter Parker character development. So I'm, I'm most excited for that, for sure. Hmm. I, I would have to agree there. The, the praise that Tom Holland is getting right now, as far as like his work as Spider-Man uh, and as Peter Parker, that, you know, he's really struggling and there's a lot of crying, and a lot of emotions coming out of this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that just that all the critics I've watched, like I've watched, you know, Jeremy Johns, uh, Jan, uh, no Johns, he put up his uh, review today. Mm. He said it was really great. Like Tom Holland outdid himself. Cosmic Wonder had a really great uh, review, and so did uh, Cosmic Culture. Uh, just everyone is praising this movie so so much. And uh, Vinny, I want to go to you. Um, what are like we? Some of the people who have said like the guys Cosmic Culture and Cosmic Wonder, they have said things like we really have only seen like maybe 10 or 15 minutes of this entire two and a half hour movie with all the TV shots and the trailers. Like it's not exactly what we think it's like our expectations, our expectations should be high, but they are beyond what we think they are going into this. What do you think like is something that we could see coming into this movie with just from the hype of it all? I fucking hope <laughs> that you're right because if they're not higher than our expectations, let alone the general public's, there will be like riots and shit. I mean, yeah. One thing I'm really worried about is like this is something like critics love this movie so much and then we go in hating it like a fucking Last Jedi situation. Like, why did you think that was good? I, I, but honestly, I wouldn't think that they would dub this as the greatest Spider-Man movie ever if, if, if that was the case. Yeah. What were we going to say, Vinny? Well, um, it's funny that you brought up the Star Wars things because, like, I'm having Amanda, I'm having Amanda rewatch all the Star Wars movies. Vinny's girlfriend, for those of you who don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'm having her rewatch all the Star Wars movies and I literally told her that the new movies are like unnecessary so like because like i'm trying to get her ready for boba fett on the 29th yeah because like we're gonna you know we're gonna like sit down and watch it as the episodes come out nice so like i was like you literally don't even need to watch that not only is it fucking horrible but like are you gonna are you gonna watch it twice because we have to do it for the podcast yeah i know i'll probably end up watching it twice okay but um what i was trying to say was like they have nothing to do with like the mandalorian or they're nothing to do with the book of boba fett so Mm -hmm. They're really unnecessary, and Disney hasn't come out with anything other than those movies to make those movies important. Exactly, and you know what I mean. I so mean, I really think that that Favreau, that that Favreau Filoni conspiracy, where they're going to make another another three movies, 
it's still a possibility because they haven't come out with like a mini series or anything else like the other shit. The other shit that they've been coming out with, like look, look at all the stuff we're getting for Marvel, right? We're getting all these spin-off TV shows, and now they're starting to do the same thing with Star Wars. Look at Mandalorian. Look at Boba Fett. We're gonna get Obi Wan. We're gonna get Ahsoka. There's all these different things coming out, and they have nothing to do with the multi-million-dollar projects that they put that they put out. They pumped fucking out in the past six, seven years. I'm sorry. It's okay. You, you're going on a tangent with Star Wars. I, I appreciate the enthusiasm with Star Wars. We all do. Those of us who listen to this podcast appreciate the Star Wars talk. And I think Favreau and Filoni will do an amazing job making this whole universe that we see of all these shows. But speaking of characters that we have in this movie, John Favreau is one of them. Happy Hogan. Um, you know, we, right. there's from the emotion standpoint of this movie... We're going to be seeing a lot of characters, you know, we could see a lot of char- a lot or a few characters that we know that we've come to love die, you know, and that's something we don't want to think about, but you know, we have Aunt May, Marissa Tomei, John Favreau, Happy Hogan, Jacob Babylon's uh, Ned and then Zendaya's MJ, uh, the inevitable uh, returns of Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, um, Andreas as far as the emotion like I mean, we have. I think we have to see people die in this movie. And who exactly do you think could be some of those characters? I I don't think it's going to be um, MJ Mary Jane. I think that they already put her falling in the trailer, and they did that with Emma Stone and the Andrew Garfield. So I, I feel like it's like if, if they were to kill off MJ now, every time Marvel puts a girl falling in distress, <laughs> they're going to die. Um, I mean, so that- I don't. I, was, I don't think. I'm sorry oh, to cut you off, but Sony does have a tendency to like spoil things in the trailers. Like if you remember from the yeah. from the Spider-Man Two trailer, where Harry Osborn yeah. has Peter, he's like, "Let's see who's behind the mask," and then he it's in the fucking movie. But continue. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I, I I think it will. I think it's going to be Aunt May, um, Aunt May or Happy. Um, so I think it's going to be either one of those two, maybe. John Favreau wants out. He's been doing Iron Man movies and, and being in Iron Man, mo- uh, sorry, being in Marvel movies since Iron Man. Um, so maybe he just, you know, wants to bow out. So I think it's either going to be Aunt May uh, and or Happy. Okay. I mean, I think it's more likely Happy Hogan because Vinny, you bring up the point with Star Wars with him and Filoni doing their thing. It could be a thing of where like John Favreau is just like, you know, I've loved my time here in Marvel, but I'm more committed to Star Wars. So it could be a con- contractual thing or or not contractual, just a scheduling thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I'm under the impression that, you know, we possibly could see redemption for Doc Ock and maybe he could turn good again. Uh, because some people say, you know, they don't think he's going to be in that final battle that they have on, on the yeah. Statue of Liberty. Um, I'm thinking that that Goblin's going to kill Happy with the pumpkin bomb, and he's going to, like, you know, explode. He's going to blow up the Feast Center. Uh, there, there's a lot going into this whole thing. Um, I would say that... Like from what I understand, right in the beginning, like if you guys saw the the opening clip of Spider Man No Way Home, for those of you who haven't, it's 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 Sony and Marvel release this themselves, so it's not necessarily a spoiler. It's literally the moment 
of uh, after Far From Home, and J. Jonah Jameson revealed the, the Mysterio video, like the Peter Parker Spider Man, and the people just start crowding MJ. Are you Spider Man's girlfriend? Are you Spider Man's girlfriend? It's like, hey, please stay away from her. And then they're all like, why'd you kill Mysterio? I didn't kill Mysterio. And then that big old fat chick tried to punch Peter in the face. Well, what are you, what are you bitch, what are you trying to do? You ain't gonna punch, you're gonna hurt him. He's Spider Man. And then there was some guy trying to jump off a cab to grab him to pull him down so he could not swing. And then Peter, and then he's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And Zendaya, is MJ's got his her hand, her hand over his eye like MJ, please. I know you're scared, but I can't see what you sw- with you <laughs> with your hand in my face. Oh, sorry. And then they're on top of the Queensboro Bridge, and you just see uh, Ned and uh, Peter on Facetime going, dude, 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 dude. And then Zendaya by herself about to fall, dude. Oh, <laughs> so um, there's a lot going on with this, and I want to say. How long do you guys think it'll be before we see the first villain come in? And who you think the first villain would be? Um, I would say, uh, Andreas, who, who do you think the... How long do you think it'll be before we see the first villain? And who do you think that first villain will be when we will see the movie? I'm going to key to my answer a little bit because I think the press screening initially, not not the one that happened, not the premiere that happened on Monday, but I think the press screening last week Uh, i think they showed the first 40 minutes so i'm gonna guess that 40 minutes in it shows like doc coming onto the bridge and then Mm -hmm. it cut (laughs) so yeah i remember reading that i would like to see like 40 45 minutes in is the first villain and i think the first one is is i think it's going to be that bridge scene for for doc yeah would you agree Vinny? yeah i agree i would say doc as well but I think it could be him or Goblin. One thing that's definite is that Doc Ock is not going to return after this movie. You think so? A- absolutely. I know Molina's in it for the mon- I mean, in for the money, but he's not going to do it for the love of Spider-Man. No. Like that's the only way you continue these movies. But he he is also in his seventies. Yeah, that's so. another reason. Yeah, I will say a Dark Horse pick, and I'll say Green Goblin's the first villain we see. I th- because we throw the pump. I think right after we throw that pumpkin bomb, I think he's we- he's going to show up on the glider. And then maybe Peter will be distracted by him, and then Doc yeah. Ock shows up. But I think yeah, Goblin. yeah. There so was we, a lot of destruction and stuff before Doc Ock popped up, so it could be that I'm Goblin that, is throwing bombs and shit, and then Doc Ock comes. But uh, that's what I'm thinking. I think Do- I think Go- I think Goblin and Doc Ock will be the first two villains we see, but I think Goblin could be a good contender for it to be the first villain. Now we have a lot of stuff to go on going on here, and we have. So much to talk about, so much to speculate, and first and foremost, I'm not sure which one we want to do here. Should we be controversial? Should we give theories? Um, I say we should just give, you know what, let's go with this first. We'll go crazy for the end. We'll go big for the end. Okay. And this is what we're going to do now. Bring in the dancing hookers. They're going to dance in lobsters. Anyway, <laughs> anyway so um, myself and Andreas and Vinny. Yeah, I'm here we, in spirit. We, we, <laughs> we, we took the time to watch all of the Spider-Man movies in preparation for this, for this epic crossover event. And we have for you a ranking of the all the Spider-Man movies of Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield... Ranking them from worst to best. 
Ride or die. <laughs> <laughs> DMX, rest in peace. Uh, yeah, man. Remember we did the trivia for DMX on like the fourth no, episode? I, I remember. Average <laughs> <Pepperidge> Farm remembers. <laughs> anyway, so we we have we have our bottom two, but Andreas, you have a very strong argument. First, I'm gonna say the we can all debate about what we think and if it's in the right spot. Now at the bottom of the barrel, we have the Amazing Spider-Man Two. Now, Andreas, you have made a very strong argument to me recently. We were talking a little while ago about why you think Spider-Man Three is actually worse than Spider-Man, the Amazing Spider-Man Two. I want you to give me your argument as to why you think that. Yeah. So I, I mean think that too. I don't even need an argument. Are you Thank serious? You, Listen yeah. to what he has to say. I'll give my argument as to why I think it's worse. Oh, there uh, goes my so, guitar. I'm sorry. I totally just strummed your guitar. That's nah, okay. You can strum me later. <laughs> oh, that sounds hot. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. Andres. After right. the pause. Andres, um, give me this fucking dirty, dirty dirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, for me, what, what Spider-Man 3 severely failed in, I think... Amazing Spider-Man Two had some some more wins, so I I think Amazing Spider-Man Two, the the chemistry between and this is for all Andrew Garfield's movies, uh, but the chemistry between him and and Emma Stone um, was was bar none. I mean, I I don't think Tom Holland and MJ yet in in their two films have similar chemistry. I don't think Tobey Maguire and uh, Kirsten Kirsten Dunst yes. Um, had that chemistry so from uh peter parker love life and 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 and, you know you felt there was danger there that he needed to fight for i think amazing spider-man 2 took the cake i also think that the suit and like the action and swing pieces like him swinging through the city the opening scene where you see the spider first and then he's like skydiving through manhattan um I just think like the action sequences and um, the the suit itself, and just Andrew Garfield as Spider Man, right? He's doing the quip things while Electro is playing um, little 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 Spider, uh, you know. And in that action sequence, he's like, "Oh crap, I hate this song." So uh, I don't know, just him being a fun Spider Man and and the relationship with him and the damsel in distress put it over the over spider-man 3 now don't get me wrong spider-man 3 is like you know uh, a 4.5 and amazing spider-man 2 is like a 4.8 you know like it's not i'm not saying it's much better i'm just thinking there's things in that movie that i think you know latched on to me more than than spider-man 3 you make a very compelling argument because i was watching the amazing spider-man 2 uh over the weekend and I was enjoying every moment of like Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man, and yes, the cinematography stuff they do him as Spider-Man is is nothing short of amazing. No pun intended. Uh, he he is like I will I will fight and die on the hill that Andrew Garfield is a great Spider-Man, and I will 
always argue that point to people who don't think so. Okay, you cannot just say that because he had bad movies that he was a bad Spider-Man. No, that's not true at all. Yeah, that he played his character very well. I thought he was in, incredible, and I agree with you, Andreas. That I think Agreed. the chemistry, uh, the chemistry between Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield was great. Also, to help that they were dating uh, during the filming of both those movies, and Boom. and it was, it is Andrew great. Garfield gets his dick wet. Not with Emma Stone anymore, though. <laughs> yeah, but it was wet. <laughs> in the I Spider-Man mean, suit. Yes. Tell you what, he, he's probably the Pete Davidson of Spider-Man. The Pete Davidson? <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking legend. Oh, Andrew, God. Like, the guy looks like he has assholes for eyes no, and he's banging no. Kim K. Uh, okay, that's Pete Davidson, okay? Give Andrew Garfield some credit. He's actually a good-looking dude. I, I Fine, but what I'm saying is Andrew Garfield definitely gets more ass than the other two guys. I'm uh, then Toby and Tom. I mean, Tom's dating Zendaya. Yeah, Tom's basically betrothed, and basically betrothed. And the 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 fact of the matter is, um, there are instances when I watch The Amazing Spider-Man Two, I'm like, there is a good movie in here somewhere. There is. Um, it's there's parts in there, but I but every single fucking time I saw Jamie Foxx on my screen as Max Dillon or Electro, I was awful. I wanted to skip it so badly. It was awful. Like that's you hear like the like that bad. the yeah, music in the background. My yeah. my my buddy James, yeah. my buddy James. I was hanging out with him and we're talking and and like he's like it, the movie's on in the background. He's like the intro of when he's about to attack Spider Man. Like the whispers and all that sounds like a shitty intro to a new metal song. And I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're right. It's it just sucks. If it, it's fucking horrible, but I I, I will say that I think, the, and and obviously the next movie on our list is Spider Man Three, and I'll give the argument as to why I think Spider Man Three is the better movie than Spider Man Two, The Amazing Spider Man Two. Um, for one, the chemistry and the tension between Harry Osborn and Spider Man have been building since the very first movie between Harry and Peter. And that's all the movie needed to be was just a blow-off between Harry and Peter. And it was building that way. And from the get-go, the movie was doing really, really well. Whereas the story of Amazing Spider-Man 2, I feel like, was just all over the place. And, like, don't get me wrong, Spider-Man 3 is all over the place, too, with, like, useless Sandman side stories and fucking Topher Grace, Eddie Brock. Like, there is just... Bully Maguire dancing in the middle of the sidewalk. Listen, we we got the Bully Maguire meme out of that, okay? Amazing Spider-Man 2 didn't create... Well, actually, it created Gwen Stacy dying memes, so that's that's one thing. And, Uh, and (laughs) And him pushing the love of his life, like, pretty hard in a jazz club. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but that's the other thing is that a big another big reason why I hate the Amazing Spider-Man two, Dan DeHaan's so-called Green Goblin quotation marks. That Goblin was in the movie for like maybe ten fifteen minutes, and then Gwen Stacy dies. Now, granted, Gwen Stacy's death scene was picture perfect and but so sad but visually looked really, really good. Spider-Man 3, that's the thing for me. Spider-Man 3 started off really well. Amazing Spider-Man 2 had a good, cool intro, but in the end, it just didn't work out for me. It really didn't. And let's not forget, Paul Giamatti's Rhino is shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Again, they're, they're neck and neck. 
you know, if it wasn't a discrete list, I would say they're tied as the worst. But, but yeah, uh, uh, either way, they're both crap. <laughs> Vinny, what would you, what would you say is like? And you know, here's what we're gonna do with the list because we have about an even number of set of movies. Let's debate between the each move list of movies that we have. We're gonna say which one we think is better. All right. Now, I've made my argument for Spider-Man Three. Andres made his argument for Amazing Spider-Man Two. You are the tiebreaker here. What do you think is the better movie, Spider-Man Three or The Amazing Spider-Man Two? After hearing Amazing our Amazing Spider-Man Two, based off of what points? What would you think? Um, just just on the fact that I don't like emo Spider-Man. You don't like Bully Maguire. Listen, no. I don't. I didn't you, like. Would you call him Bully Maguire? That's his Bully meme. Maguire. That's his meme name. Like, look up Bully. When we're done here, I'm going to show you Bully Maguire as Darth Maul versus Obi Wan and Qui Gon Jinn. You're going to piss your pants. Anyway, uh, that's look. I didn't like it either. Okay, I'd I rather like have the, Jamie Foxx's bad acting. No, Jamie Foxx is a good actor. It's just no, he that, was put, that's fine. He was put in a bad position. Yeah. Listen, oh, I will. Oh, go ahead, Andreas. Another huge plot fail of Spider-Man Three. Why didn't the Butler for Harry just tell him earlier that hey, I saw your dad. His chest was pretty messed up from his glider. I think he killed himself by accident. Yeah, that like, is a that is it, another. He tells him at the end of the movie <laughs> because <laughs> drama, because redemption, because he needs to help his friend. I don't know. Yeah, uh, and like after he gets his face half blown up and almost died, it's like you know what, Harry. I did I see your dad. Up. He did get fucked up. <laughs> James James Franco's Harry Osborn is still better than Dan DeHaan's Harry Osborn. No. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I feel like uh, that guy got that move, got that part in in the Amazing Spider-Man two because, um, or the Amazing Spider-Man in general, because he was in that other movie involving superpowers. He was in a. Do few, you remember that movie? No, but he's been in a few things. He was an extra in the Lincoln movie. Andreas, if you remember, he was that kid that they followed around in the Metallica movie. Yep. Yeah, I was just gonna bring that up. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, there was uh, a movie that he like debuted in, and it like put him on the it put him on the map because oh. Uh, the premise of that movie that 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 actor was in, a meteorite had like hit the Earth, and him and his buddies found mm-hmm. it, and he was like the only one to touch it. So he becomes a superhero. He becomes a superhero, but he becomes like a villain. Yeah, I will say though, one thing that is better about his Goblin than Harry Osborn's, I prefer his glider over over James Franco's Harry Osborn. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, moving on to the next two. Pretty cool. I mean, it's not bad, but it's it's emo goblin. Anyway, they're emo not they're goblin. not the green goblin. Neither one of them are the green goblin. I still rather take, I still rather take anything over a uh, fucking what'd you call him? Moody bully, M- Moody M- Toby, bully Maguire. Ed actually loves bully Maguire. Loves it. He loves the or meme. loves to make fun of it. Well, he loves the meme. Yeah, see. Ed, but he but he also loves the Spider-Man, the Toby movies. Toby movies are his favorite. Anyway, moving on to the next set of movies. We have The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and Spider-Man Far From Home. So, these movies, I will say, this is where we start to get better with the movies. Why wouldn't you compare Homecoming because to Spider-Man 1? this is how we're doing the list. Okay. What sorry. we're doing is we, we are comparing, because obviously we, we'd have uneven numbers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We are comparing in this list... Now, Amazing Spider-Man 1, which is uh, Andrew Garfield's first movie, and Spider-Man Far From Home, which is Tom Holland's second movie. Vinny, I'm going to go to you. What do you think is the better movie of the two? What do you prefer to watch? Versus Far From Home or The Amazing Spider-Man 1? Yes. Far From Home. And the reason is? It's a fucking awesome movie. It's fucking amazing. Um, I, I like uh, Spider-Man. Uh, what do they what do they call him? 
the, the Night, 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 Monkey. Night Monkey. Night Monkey. I thought that was amazing. I thought <laughs> that, that was, was great. That's, that's MCU humor, but yeah. Um, I like that it took place outside of New York City. Um, in Europe, you know, he's... Uh, I mean, one thing you can say... I like say, Mysterio. The first appearance of Mysterio yeah, in the movie. Yeah, Mysterio That's like great. a huge deal. Yeah. If you played, if you played the, like, uh, the Spider-Man game for the PlayStation 1, mm. and then the same one for the PlayStation 2, Mysterio's, like, the, the level where you fight Mysterio is one of the coolest. And as a kid... Well, what about Sp- in Spider-Man 2, the video game for the yeah. Toby movies? That one's great, too. Oh, that one is... Yeah. Like, that yep. Mysterio, it's, it's... Yeah, it's it's really, really awesome. And the fact that Mysterio never gets used again until that point in time... Like the fact when when I heard Jake Gyllenhaal was gonna be Mysterio, I was like kind of like what the fuck, but then I I saw the costume, yeah, and I was like holy fuck, that's like to the T Mysterio, mm-hmm. and then the fact that he had even like he had like a a dark backstory with Tony Stark, that mm-hmm. was the fucking coolest. I thought yeah, that was amazing. That was a shock. That was a bit of a shock there. Yeah, and then the whole idea of he was using drones to fool everybody, yeah, like that is so sick. Yeah, it was really good there. Uh, Andreas, what is your movie you prefer, The Amazing Spider-Man 1 or Spider-Man Far From Home? I'm going to stick to my list that I sent you originally. I'm going to go Amazing Spider-Man over yes. Far From Home. Okay. <laughs> now, you now you, you make your argument. Why do you prefer The Amazing Spider-Man 1 over Spider-Man Far From Home? Uh, I, I, again, it's like within a fraction of a decimal. I just think that Vinny's cackling right now. You can't see it. Why are you laughing? I, I, I just go imagine, back to the whole... I'm sorry. I imagine Andreas being like, my Spider-Man fucked your Spider-Man's bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, it, yeah. It, it goes back to the whole um, Peter and and Gwen, and, uh, Gwen, Gwen relationship. It goes back to how I love how they accurately portrayed Spider-Man as like having spider powers, like the way that he entraps the lizard like a spider, like when he's webbing him up on that um, bridge or whatever. Yeah, that uh, is pretty cool. So, I don't know, just like the little tidbits and like seeing him create web oh, no, that, fluid. That was, and, I'm sorry, that was his high school. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry, high school. So, so uh, seeing him create web fluid and the web shooters and him being, you know, kind of, a, a nerd while also looking into his parents past and i think if 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 those three movies or or two movies that want to be, be be a trilogy but if they had like better direction and just better writing i was really interested in where they were going with the whole you know parents missing and and what really happened to his parents and that whole mystery mm-hmm. behind that mm-hmm. it's exploring the comics a bit how they were like scientists and then uh one comic has them actually like living and they've been working, oh, so you know, great. you know, uh, somehow. But uh, I just like the mystery of Amazing Spider Man one. And after seeing that first movie, I had high hopes for the rest of the movies. And then, yeah, just I did too. The one. It, you're right. Um, that is a super, super good platform. I think, but the, yeah, the, the, um, there's definitely, there was definitely a lot of, high praise for obviously the Tom Holland movie, but there yeah. was also a lot of like intrigue in what's going to happen next. It, it's kind of like a star Wars force awakens situation. You know, like, when you think about it, Tom Holland, Spider-Man just got fucking thrown into that, into the universe. He did, but there's no uh, backstory on his parents. We, well, we, the thing is we don't necessarily need a backstory. We for haven't Spider-Man. seen uncle Ben yet. I know. And I'm sure we will get dwell, dwell a little bit more into his past and a little bit more into uncle Ben in this, in, in no way home. But the thing is at this point we would have seen 
three Spider-Man origin stories, and we've already seen two. Homecoming, we, he was already Spider-Man, no? He was already Spider-Man. In Civil yeah. War, he was already Spider-Man. And, yeah, he, and he yeah. had him for six months at that point. Yeah. So we don't need another Spider-Man origin story. Um, I it, That's hard for me. Um, I will say... I, I do love watching Amazing Spider-Man 1. I, yeah, I, it's, I, listen, it's I a great do. movie. I love watching it so much. Do I prefer it over Far From Home? It's neck and neck for me, but if I had to choose one gun to my head, I'd probably say Amazing Spider-Man 1, only because, you know, Andrew Garfield did such a great job as the character. You know, he he's he's already going through so much. He, he When he loses Uncle Ben, when he doesn't, you know, the mystery of his parents and losing his parents... Uh, you know, he, uh, it's just so much. And again, the chemistry there of Gwen Stacy and Peter Parker is really, really well done. Also, uh, fuck, what's his name? Plays Captain Stacy, uh, Dennis Leary. I love the scene where he comes in like, he's not, it's like, what is he doing? Like he's transformed himself into a giant lizard. Uh, okay, I'm gonna ask you, do I look like the mayor of Tokyo? Like he was just yeah. so yeah, that's good. Stuff. Dennis Leary was great in that movie. Um, but yeah, it it this is where it becomes harder because neither one is, to me neither one is a bad movie. Yeah, but you're right. I, no, no, listen, none of these movies are like bad, bad, bad movies. Well, the bottom two are. Yeah, bottom two, yes. <laughs> bottom. But like as we as we rise through this list, it's going to be right, harder. It becomes fucking difficult. I will say this though. I will say that um, one thing that Far From Home could steer me on from away from Amazing Spider-Man One is that. We finally start to see Peter Parker grieve over a, a death of someone he truly cared about with Tony Stark, kind of like filling, oh, yeah. filling the void of Uncle Ben. So yeah. that, that is one thing there. Um, the, the, go ahead. Andres. The thing that, I, that I, I also like about Amazing Spider-Man versus Far From Home and, and even aspects of Homecoming, but I mean, so far Tom Holland has always had like a like a father figure or someone helping him out. Like he, he's not Spider-Man yet. He's like, he's been yeah. Spider-Boy where he's had, <laughs> Spider you know, bitch. He's <laughs> yeah, he has had, he's had, he's, Iron he's Man right though. He's problems. right. He's right. I mean, if, if Iron Man didn't show up at the cruise, that, that, that ferry, like everyone's dead. Oh, instantly. you're right. Like, you're right. <laughs> you know, and then you and also, you instant KO. You, you have and, a similar thing with, with Far From Home, like Mysterio right, kind of Mysterio. filling that void, but then also Nick right. Fury as well. There's, you know, right. there is the thing that Spider-Man, this Spider-Man cannot do anything on his own, and I think we'll see that with No Way Home coming up. I, yeah, and, and Andrew Garfield, like, you, you see the struggle, like, he is by himself, like, mm -hmm. the... the the New Yorkers had to steer those cranes so he's able to get to Oscorp Tower and kick Lizard's ass, like because he like broke his leg or some shit. So like you really yeah. see like there's oh, struggle and like you know he he has to overcome something. Whether Tom Holland, he's he just got so much help and was was lucky with the people around Star him. Trek, but, Star Trek too. But the, the other thing, the other thing yeah. though is like that scene where Andrew Garfield is fighting off the police. So he can go to Oscorp. That is a really great scene. Where like, Stace, oh yeah, yeah. Captain Stacy yeah. takes the mask off and he starts fighting the cops. It's an yep, oh, I, such I an awesome that. scene. Yeah, um, yeah. I, and I will die on a hill that Amazing Spider-Man One was a great movie. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. But uh, but I think we have around the room. I say Amazing Spider-Man One. Andrea says Amazing Spider-Man One. Vinny, you're far from home, right? Yeah. All right. Going on to the next set of movies. Ooh, it's, and this is gonna get harder. We have. Spider-Man Homecoming 
and Spider-Man 1, Tobey Maguire's first Spider-Man movie. This is really, really tough. You're putting Tom Holland's first Spider-Man movie versus Tobey Maguire's first Spider-Man movie? And this is this is just how the ranking of the list goes. So we're seeing so far... I'm going to bo- go with the first Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. Okay, Andreas? Uh, um, I know it's so hard. Wait, wait. Listen, Which one is better versus hard. the two? Yeah, and because that's how we have it in the in the in the list. We're the uh, I, I, I'll I'll say Homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah. I don't want to not pick Homecoming because, like, so far I've I would have gone against both of Tom Holland movies. Um, because I do think he is the best Spider Man. And he might be the best Spider-Man after this movie we see. Oh, man. But it's hard, man. It's so fucking hard. The only reason I picked Spider-Man 1 with Tobey Maguire is because it actually... It is the first. ...gives the fucking story. It is the first. And fir- is the first. It's the first. Um, yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, like, Charlie I'm, Sheen's uh, dad fucking dies. Charlie Sheen? Charlie Sheen? What the Charlie fuck? Charlie Sheen's dad Martin Sheen is in the is in the Andrew Garfield movies. Oh, he is. Yes. Oh, I yeah. smoke crack. <laughs> I, I I will say that the reason why I choose Homecoming when Michelle and I watched um, ho- a- Homecoming the and oh, and the first Tobey Maguire film, like I I you you finish watching Homecoming and you have like a big smile on your face, right? It's such a yeah. great film. Um, there's there's funny moments in there. There's comedy. There's action. Like, don't get me wrong. The first Tobey Maguire film, Willem Dafoe, fantastic, right? But there's something about the overall experience of Homecoming where it's a slight edge for me. My whole thing with like Homecoming, for a while, I kind of thought like Far From Home was the better of 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 Tom Holland's two Spider-Man movies because he was starting to grieve with over Tony Stark and everything, but. Just watching it the other night, I'm just like, they took a B-plus villain in Vulture. And yeah, you saw the the guy, (laughs) Vinny was just looking up who Uncle Ben was in the Sam Raimi films. Uh, Cliff Robertson, a classic. Yeah, so seeing how they took Vulture made him a B-plus supervillain to like this badass weapons uh, dealer. Uh, and Michael Keaton as Vulture. Oh my God, he was so good. He was so fucking good. Martin Sheen played a fantastic Uncle Ben. I loved Martin Sheen's Uncle Ben. I did. I really That's did. That's like a fucking. I felt like I was watching an 80s movie. Yeah. I, I, I like Sally Fields as Aunt May too, but getting off topic for a second. Um, just my whole thing. I got I I gotta go I gotta go the first Spider Man movie. I gotta go Spider Man one with uh with Toby because. It's no secret that Spider-Man is my favorite superhero ever. It's no secret that like when I fucking saw that movie, I just I was a little kid and I loved every second of it and it was the first really great superhero movie that we've ever seen. I loved it so so much and and Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin just like out am I? You know how much I sacrificed? Try doing that. It's really hard. <laughs> you, ever, you ever see a picture of Sally Field when she was young? Yeah, she's gorgeous. Vin, <sighs> this is not the time to, for your spank bank right now. <laughs> 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 anyway, so... I'll put this one in the 70s. Okay. 
<laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, oh my just God. when, because I loved Spider Man so much as a kid, and then you know, seeing that movie, I was like, oh my God, this is a am- this is amazing. This is like everything I could ever want it to be. And not to say that homecoming, hey, the homecoming is not Jesus Christ. He's still looking at Sally Fields. That, Fuck yeah, that I am. homecoming is not a good movie because it is. It's it's a fantastic movie. And, and the thing that gets me for homecoming is the scene where he's underneath all that rubble. Tom Holland, Spider Man, and he's screaming for help. Help! Help! Help me! I can't get up. Please. And then he sees yep. half the mask and half himself in the yep. water reflection. You hear Tony Stark's voice. It's right from the comics, too, him lifting that rubble. that rubble. I'm like, oh, my God. But I got to go with Spider-Man 1 just by a hair. Just by a hair. That's hard. It's really, really fucking hard. So I think you and me, if anybody say Spider-Man 1, Andreas, you say Homecoming? Yes, sir. Yeah. And again, this is not to say that I don't think Tom Holland's not a good Spider-Man, but I kind of got to go with that. I kind of got to go with that. And finally... The the top two, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and Spider-Man 2, Tobey Maguire. Now, some of you may be thinking, what? Into the Spider-Verse? That's not a Tom Holland or Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire movie. Shut the fuck up. It's a great Spider-Man movie and you should go watch it. Regardless if you think it's animated or it's stupid. numb. No, it's a great Spider-Man movie. My Like, the... Like Miles Morales' introduction on a big stage like that is absolutely amazing, and all the other Spider Men and characters, different variants of Spider Man Noir and Spider Gwen is just fucking great. And the obnoxiously huge fucking fat Kingpin, <laughs> where he looks like his head's in a black hole. Um, it's it's a it's a great movie. But going around the horn here, Andreas, Spider Verse or Spider Man Two. Um, Spider-Man Two as top film, and uh, what? And your thoughts on Spider-Man Two? Um, it. I, I was I was uh, kind of watching some people uh, on YouTube rank some of these movies and and talk about the previous movies, and what what stuck to me that most people said, and and what I think as well is that it's just a timeless um, movie. It's going to be a classic for for years and years to come. Uh, I think the the villain that Alfred Molina portrays and and his his acting in it, some of the sequences like them fighting um, on the side of the building and with the clock tower and Spider Man like shooting it back, you know, Adam uh, after it after he throws it uh, uh, back to Spider Man. So um, just overall, I, I think there's just something. And, and and the character arc too, right? There's something special about um, Sam Raimi, the way that he did Spider-Man with the organic webs, because it gives Spider-Man something to lose just naturally. Whether um, the, the the webbing that the other two have, they just have to replenish their 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 web capsules if they run out or or, or something. But you really saw the struggle of Tobey Maguire of Peter Parker throughout the movie and him, you know, losing faith in himself which caused him to lose his powers and he had to regain that faith and regain the, you know, himself as I am Spider-Man, not just because of my uncle Ben, not just, not just because I have a responsibility, but uh, I am Spider-Man and I'm at peace with that. And that's why he got his powers back and, and kicked uh, Doc Ock's ass. But um, 
I think all of that, Alfred Molina as Doc Ock, uh, Toby, you know, Toby Maguire's like character development through the struggle, and he, he's getting beaten down by textbooks, by kids, by, you know, and, and he just can't catch a break, and he finally comes into himself at the end of the film, and, and he is our Spider-Man, so that, that's my piece. It's great analysis. Vinny, your, uh, your thoughts, Spider-Man 2 or Into the Spider-Verse? Uh, I fucking love that movie. Which one? You got to pick one. Wait, Spider-Man 2 or Into the Spider-Verse? Yes, that's how the list was made. That's how we've been doing this. That, that's how we've been doing this this entire time for this list. You got to pick one. You got to pick one. Dude. I know. I told you this was going to get harder as the list went one. on. This, is the, this list is going to get harder as it went on. It's a little biased to me. Spider-Man 2. And your thoughts on Spider-Man 2? Hmm. The reason why I'm picking Spider-Man 2. Goblin. Goblin was not in the... Did you prepare for this podcast? It's Doc Ock! <laughs> oh my... Are you cutting out that part? I'm biting my tongue. <laughs> no, I'm leaving it in. No, you leave that motherfucker in. Don't leave that motherfucker let the, let the internet tear my new asshole. Bring it on. I've seen worse. I've seen your mother's... <laughs> oh my god Come on. anyway so the villain being Doc Ogg <laughs> your thoughts on Spider-Man 2 uh, definitely Spider-Man 2 definitely Spider-Man 2 Cause, like, just because I like Alfred Molina and I like I like the way they portray Doc Ogg and I like the storyline behind it Doc Ogg's actually a good guy yeah he's just a troubled it, man the only reason I picked that well I don't know Into the Spider-Verse versus Spider-Man 2 they're all really good in their own ways yeah, I know I, I really really enjoyed into the Spider-Verse, I liked that they did it as a cartoon. I liked the soundtrack. The soundtrack was fucking killer. The way uh, See, the way up, Miles danger? Morales... Yeah, yeah. You yeah. What's up, danger? Yeah. Dude, the way Miles Morales comes to be in that movie is fan-fucking-tastic. It's great. But I, you know me. I'm an old soul. I'm always going to pick man. nostalgia. And I... I've kind of been going against what everybody else is saying, but I have to say it's it's Spider-Man 2, man. It's Spider-Man 2. Like, just the points you guys made, you know, like, the whole, like, what's so great about that movie is, like, it's a character-driven movie. Yeah. It's not so much of, like, oh, here's Spider-Man swinging out New York City and kicking bad guys' asses and fighting Doc Ock. They're yeah. all, they're, it's, that is there. Spider-Man 2 is a serious movie, and Into the Spider-Verse is also a serious movie with the aspect of, you know, older Spider-Man teaching Miles and mm-hmm. and things like that. But it also has fucking Spider-Pig. You know what I mean? Spider-Ham. <laughs> John, John Mulaney's great choice for that, too. Yeah, of course. John Mulaney's, I, I love, I love his brand of comedy. He's great. But um, was it Nick Cage uh, noir? Yes, right? Nicholas Cage was Spider Noir. Did you wait? Speaking of Nick Cage, did you guys see the movie that Nick Cage is coming out with like very soon? No, he's playing himself. Is he? And Pe- uh, Pedro Pascal <laughs> is like playing a rich billionaire who like invites him to his birthday party. But I feel like Pedro Pascal is like also like this Spaniard underboss. You know what I mean? And like <laughs> well, the, the whole movie. Elf in a movie? That's yes, quite- Nick Cage is playing Nick Cage in a movie. I'm going to have to look at this one when we're done. <laughs> the trailer came out like two or three days ago. It's, I, it I'm looks take, fucking hysterical. I'm going to take a look at this. So, yes, and then Nicolas Cage as Spider-Noir. Like, one of my favorite parts of that movie is when they're going back to their respective universes. I just want to look up a picture of Spider-Noir. And he, and he takes the, uh, whatchamacallit, he takes the, um, uh, the whatchamacallit, the, uh, the Rubik's Cube. I don't understand this thing. 
It's complex to me. But I'm going to take it with me. And I'm like, what the fuck? He was just so great in that movie. And, uh, like, you know, uh, Catherine Hahn also as uh, Liv- uh, Lydia Octavius. She was great, too. And just the introduction of Miles Morales was fantastic. But but Spider-Man 2, man, you know, the inner struggle of Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker, you know, struggling to be Spider-Man, to be, uh, you know, to have a school life, work, and, so- and social life. It's... It's so hard, and he's like alienating himself from every aspect of his life. And he didn't become Spider-Man because he wanted to. He did it because of the guilt of of the death of his uncle Ben. And it just, it was just moving. And he's dealing with, he's denying the fact that he's in love with Mary Jane. You know that him, Alfred Molina's Doc Ock. You know Octavius going like, if you keep something as complex as love inside you, it'll make you sick. And that's really what he was doing. He wasn't true to himself. He wasn't real to himself. So he was losing his powers. And it's really riveting. And arguably, it's one of the greatest Spider-Man movies, but just one of the greatest superhero movies in general. Like, you could put this... Like, if you wanted to try and make Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, the MCU Spider-Man, you could have thrown the this movie in there. And it, I wouldn't bat an eye. It makes so much sense. Yeah. Does Spider-Noir Spider use guns in Into the Spider-Verse? Does he use guns? I don't know. I don't remember. He might. Spider-Noir uh, just became like my favorite Spider-Man ever, I think. <laughs> this looks fucking I, awesome. This is like Spider-Man like wearing a trench coat and wielding a, mm-hmm. Tommy, a Tommy gun. He's awesome. Anyway. It's like Italian Spider-Man. The only thing he's missing is a bowl of pasta. Pizza time! Another great reason why Spider-Man is the best Spider-Man movie ever. Nick, look at this concept art. It's it's badass. It's I'm, fucking cool. Andreas can't see it, but it's badass. So we'll take <laughs> take took our word for it, Andreas. It's badass. Oh, I I, <laughs> I believe you. Okay, so we have gone through all the the rankings of of the Spider Man movies. What are your favorite Spider Man movies? Let us know at Fan Speculation on Twitter and Fan Speculation underscore Pod on Instagram. And we probably uh, thought like, oh no, why is the first Spider Man movie the first? Why is it the Spider Verse? No, yeah. Spider Man three is the yeah. worst. Don't forget the- to tell me a new asshole about Spider Man. Yeah, and and Vinny getting the villain wrong. Give me that shit. <laughs> Give me it fucking hot and raw. So anyway. With Spider-Man No Way Home approaching, with it seeing, with it being out today, the day of this release, I asked you both. We have some wild theories to pitch. Yeah. Now, first and foremost, we already talked about what we could think could happen. We already th- talked about some characters that could die. Let's pitch some fucking after-credit and post-credit scenes. Andreas, I'm going to start with you. Pitch me what you would like to see as an after a mid credit and post credit scene for No Way Home. Um. Okay. So, uh, one idea I, I think is that Spider Man is like you know he he saves the day at the end of the movie. He's had some sort of loss. We don't know if it's Happy or Aunt May or or whatever, but he's suffering. He's beat. This guy, his suit is all torn up. He's 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 messed up. And then in a post-credit scene, you hear like the snarling of venom, and then maybe just like his silhouette behind him, like you don't see all of venom, and then it just cuts to black. Or maybe he says like, "Ooh, the spider," or some, or I don't know, some 
something like that, and then just cuts cuts to to, to dark I, scene. I can totally hear um, Spider Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or Yum. like Ooh, we Spider-Man. found him or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We found him, Eddie. <laughs> we oh, found him. Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I think they're gonna. I, I hope they they you know close that loop of the post credit scene from Venom Two. Um, the second one, it has to be like something with Wanda Maximoff, you know, and Multiverse and Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It has to be like a like a almost like a teaser trailer for multiverse of madness as the second credit scene yeah i'm thinking like that i'm thinking it could be something there wait is tom holland supposed to be in multiverse no he's not oh that's stupid why even give him this suit i I don't know maybe because he just had the greatest movie of his entire career maybe they just want to give him a break for real quickly and then wait no breaks in the show business and and build and build to the anticipation of his of the eventual next spider-man movie i have something in my eye what the fuck suck a cock sony (laughs) Okay, then. Uh, if we ever get invited to a premiere of a movie, they're going to hear this. Sony's going to be like, oh, well, no, you told us to go suck a cock. Yeah, suck it. <laughs> I don't want to go to your fucking party. Uh, yeah, for a Spider-Man movie, I think you do. <laughs> I think you do. Anyway, so I have uh, a, there's, there's a few ideas I've been thinking of. The reported post-credit scene is that Eddie Brock... Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock and Venom will return to their universe, but a portion of the Venom symbiote will stay in the MCU. So eventually, getting to a uh, uh, where Spider-Man will get the black suit. I'm pitching something where maybe not necessarily we see Venom, but we meet a new character. I say that Spider-Man Peter Parker is now going to college. And he's going into school, and he's going around, and he's you know he's learning. Uh, he's going around to his classes, and um, some kid bumps into him, and they're helping pick up the. He's like, "Oh man, I'm so sorry." He's like, "No, don't, it's okay, man. It's okay." And then it's like, "Oh, what? Uh, what class do you, uh, like? What class do you have?" It's like, "Oh, something, something chemistry." Oh, me too. Hey, let's walk together. And he's like, "I'm Peter, by the way." Yeah, sorry, I'm I'm new here. My name's Miles, Miles Morales. Oh, I, I, I thought you were gonna say Harry. No, Miles Morales. I'm going I'm going completely fucking out there, man. I'm going out there. I don't think we necessarily need to see a Harry Osborn right now. I don't think we need to see. I think Marvel's trying to set up the Young Avengers, and I was saying earlier in this podcast we were talking about Hawkeye that I think they're setting up the Young Avengers, and I think Miles Morales could be a part of that Young Avengers team. Yeah, you know, or maybe maybe Peter could bump into maybe not in college, but could, that's de- that's depending if if Miles didn't get dusted or not. Because if he did, then you know the age difference would still be the same between Peter and, and Miles. Maybe Peter, uh, maybe Miles bumps into him outside somewhere in the city, or maybe we see him like doing a spray painted mural of Spider Man, and then he goes like, "Hey man, that's pretty cool." And then they're talking, and then that's when we see it's Miles Morales, something like that. Because mm, Spider Man, Miles, some kind of Miles teaser. Because Miles is always big on spray paint and graffiti, and yeah, yeah. there's also theories going around that what if it was Aaron Davis, Donald Glover's character in Homecoming, and Miles who did the graffiti tribute to Iron Man in Far From Home. Oh, that would be a really, really deep. That would be deep cool. Cut. 
Uh, Vin, do you have would you have a pitch for a mid first mid credit scene? First mid credit. Hmm. I don't. But what I do have is an end of credit scene. Okay. So Even just one is fine. What do you got? I think after all is said and done, this movie, mm-hmm. it's gonna hit. It's there's gonna be like a big reset button to where they right before Doctor Strange casts cast the spell, mm-hmm. right? It's gonna be a big reset button. He's gonna be back to where everybody knows that it's he's Spider Man and he just has to fucking deal with it. Then we see Charlie Cox knock on his fucking door say hey i think you need a lawyer and then like that's the end i feel like that that's good but i feel like charlie cox is actually going to show up in the actual movie like as daredevil as matt murdoch we i mean we could get something maybe where he's he shows up as daredevil he has the top hat yeah or not not like it's like a fedora type deal yeah He's going to, like, knock on a doorbell, and he's going to be, like, looking down at, at his shoes or something like that because mm-hmm. Tom Holland's going to look through the apartment peephole. Mm-hmm. And he's going to open up the door, and Matt Murdock's going to have his sunglasses on. He's going to be so hell, Matt Murdock. I think we could possibly see that. That's that's a good idea. But I think that's something we're probably going to get in the actual movie mm-hmm. with the trial going on. But mm-hmm. one cool thing to take with that, what if we see Matt Murdock in his apartment in Hell's Kitchen, and he's walking around... He goes into his room and he opens like a like a cabinet and exactly and then there's the there's the Daredevil suit on like like laid out like you know how Batman has his stuff in like a like yeah a that case. that's good too you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah like it's all spread out not like where it's folded up and the helmets on it you know what I mean that would like be good. something like where it's yeah, a mannequin just a little tease yeah. of the, of the Daredevil yeah. suit yeah that's um, good. Um, one thing I'm thinking, as far as like a post credit scene, I don't think it should be like too Spider-Man heavy. I think it should lead into multiverse, like yours was saying, Andreas. Um, I think we should just get a thing where Doctor Strange is meditating in the Sanctum and he's processing everything, and he's looming at the threat that we're about to see. He's like, "This is a lot worse than I thought it was." And then fucking Scarlet Witch just comes in and blasts him with a with a beam and grabs him by the throat and is just like, you're going to help me whether you like it or not. And she's driven by rage and depression, wanting to find her kids. Damn. Because I think, I Wanda, have... because I think Wanda and Strange are going to fight in this movie before they actually become allies. And I still yeah. think we could be under the impression that Wanda could still be a bad guy in this movie coming up. In Multiverse no. Madness. Yeah, I think she still could be a Yeah, I, guy. I think so, too. I think Doctor Strange is going to have to be like, Wanda, you're out of control. Yeah. Or some right. shit. And she's going to be like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> like House of M shit. Or- yeah, for yeah. sure. I recently saw a meme of, uh, is it Elizabeth Olsen that's the oldest? I don't think she's the oldest, but she is the the better of the of the Yeah, three. she's like she's Wanda. Yeah. So it's like her with the twins, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just like ahead. it's like let's get this right. It's Elizabeth Olsen, Olsen and her um, variants. <laughs> I thought that was cool because they That's, do all like yeah, scarily look they, similar. They do, they do. Like they all look like triplets rather than twins and you know a single uh, yeah. person. Um, I didn't even know Elizabeth Olsen existed. I only thought the, it was the Olsen twins until nobody, I nobody, saw her as Wanda. Nobody knew until she became Wanda. Yeah. No, nobody knew. Uh, but yeah, that is those are our pitches. That's our list. That's Spider-Man No Way Home. Well, not Spider-Man No Way Home because we didn't see the movie yet. But that is all the hype surrounding Spider-Man No Way Home. 
Guys, yep. do you have any? Fi- fi- I'm gonna go around the around the table and the computer for Andreas not being physically with us. That's uh, okay. okay though. Uh, we'll see him soon. That's um, right. Um, yeah. Around the table of your final thoughts leading into the movie. What are you excited for? What do you hope to see? What do you think we'll see? Vinny, I'm gonna start with you. Okay. Um, I'm excited to see the three Spider-Man come together, even though it's not confirmed yet. Nothing's ever confirmed till we see it on the screen. I know. But um, what I also what I'm excited for, if they're not on the screen, um, I'm excited to see uh, Sony Studios burn down. Um, <laughs> I'm excited to see Marvel go bankrupt. What? No, <laughs> dude. If they don't put this shit in the movie, there's gonna be a massive boycott until we get a movie where they are. Marvel bankrupt? They're not gonna go bankrupt. They're gonna make more money than ever with this movie. Not if they're not. In. Why would you look forward to them going bankrupt? Listen, all I'm saying is they wouldn't get 100 percent of Rotten Tomatoes if those guys weren't in it. I would say so, you know. Anyway. And uh, first of all, I don't, I don't like to give credit to Rotten Tomatoes. They gave that little, that little child pornography cuties, movie, yeah. a fucking seventy percent. They also thought Maternals. They Wait, who? The, it's a Netflix movie where those little girls in Europe and they're learning how to twerk, and they gave it like an eighty-five or a ninety. What the fuck? You okay. didn't know about this? No. They also think Eternals is the worst MCU movie. I'm like, no, that's Captain Marvel. Yeah, I still didn't see Eternals yet. It's, is it important? It is, actually, yeah. I'm Fuck. sure it's going to be, yeah. So, somehow. Is it important before I see No Way Home? Oh, no, no. No. Take, take your time no. to watch it. It's okay. an important film to see, but like, it's not like you need to see it before No Way Home. All right. Is there a movie that I need to watch before? No. No? Just watch it. has it. nothing to do with Multiverse of Madness? No. Just nothing? Go, just go in and watch it. Okay. Um, is it more like a Marvel lore movie? You learn about the Celestials and okay. the Eternals and where they come from. It, 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 you do learn, and it, it, it does get important. Andreas, I'm going to go to you. What are you excited for? What do you want to see? Your hype. We're here, man. So what are your thoughts? Well, uh, <laughs> I hope I don't see spoilers because I have to wait a few days. I'm seeing you it had, Monday. You had to delete um, your YouTube app. I, I deleted YouTube. I deleted um, Twitter. And I'm very careful when I go on Reddit or Facebook, but um, I'm excited to see Peter Parker become Spider-Man. Like I've said, uh, there's another male figure in this movie, you know, Doctor Strange. I I I hope he doesn't help Spider-Man too much. I hope he just tries the spell, it messes up. Oh well, move on. Um, So I I really want to see the struggle of Peter Parker and and, you know, him go through and, and, and become a, a real superhero and not just a shadow uh, from Tony Stark or, or Iron Man. So that's what I'm more excited to see. Um, I, I would love the, the fan, you know, tributes of, of Andrew Garfield and, and Tobey Maguire. Um, but I don't want too much of it. I want Tom Holland to really come to his own and, and, and do his own shit and, and get out of some tough, tough situations. That's what I'm hearing that even though this how packed this movie is, it's still very much a Tom Holland Spider Man movie. Um, myself personally, yeah, I mean I'm excited for all three Spider Man to be in this movie. I mean we've seen leaks and costumes and all this stuff, but nothing is ever confirmed until we actually see it on the screen. It's like ninety nine point nine 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 repeating uh, confirmed. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, I'm excited. To, I'm excited to see Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin and Alfred Molina's Doc Ock, and and I'm very interested to see where they take Jamie Foxx's Electro and how he changed. 
in his whole thing with, uh, you know, because he looked like a fucking dork and he was blue in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. So hopefully they explain as to how he got this new look and how he changed uh, just all these villains, this, this story, everything. I'm just, I, I just love Spider-Man so much and I cannot wait to see what happens next. And that'll do it for this episode of Fan Speculation. I almost said it again, Vinny. I almost said my, my, my wrestling podcast name. That's all right. We're here I, for No Way Home. I know we'll we see are. you. Well, I mean, next, next week we'll have the whole No Way Home review. We'll, we'll have the review. We'll, we would have seen it twice at this point. Yeah. And, and we can't even. I don't know. I feel like this is such a big movie. We can't even talk about the season finale of, of Hawkeye next week. We might. We might not be able to. We might be. Uh, it, and don't get us wrong. We're loving Hawkeye. But we're loving Hawkeye. So but, but we've been is, literally talking about it for the past, what, three or four months? We've been talking about it since the inception of this podcast. Yeah, you're probably right. Back in, like, March, we've been talking about it. Yeah, that's big dick energy. And <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, thank you. Uh, I want to thank you, Andreas, for coming on to the podcast. Uh, it's always yeah, a pleasure. Hell yeah. Me and Vinny were talking. You're, like, our unofficial third uh, co-host with us. That's right. It's uh, Yeah! It's always a pleasure to have you on. We You are always welcome whenever, whenever you can come on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll see you Tuesday in IMAX. Yeah, we're going to see you on Tuesday. We're going to see you this week. We're going to get together. We're going to catch up. We're going to see. Th- we will have all seen the movie once at this point, and Vinny is just sticking his tongue out. Do you know what that is? Do you know what that noise is? What is it? Explain. That's me doing the homing beacon so that Andreas can come home. Just to see. I'm not even seeing it. To see no way. <laughs> He's just like taking his tongue and it's like. Literally all he is doing. <laughs> anyway. He won't That's a me. great homing beacon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you guys all so much for listening. Uh, Andreas, thank you for coming on. Also, thank my, my co-host, Vinny Carini, for always being here. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank, thank you for bearing with me for being completely fucked up and sick last week. I did not have COVID. I just had a cold. Uh, I'm doing much better now. Sure. Uh, I no, I, took, I, I, sure. I, I took a test. I I was negative. I wouldn't be over here. Uh, anyway, so uh, please be sure to be following us on Instagram at fan speculation underscore pod. Please be sure to be following us on Twitter at fan speculation. Let us know. Hashtag motherfucker. Hashtag motherfucker. Hashtag Spider Man <laughs> No Way Home. Ha- spider my, spider fuck. When, <laughs> Hashtag spider motherfucker. <laughs> when are you going to see Spider Man No Way Home? Uh, if you are not going to be able to see it this weekend, stay the fuck off the internet, please. Don't don't go on YouTube. Don't go on Reddit. Don't, stay the fuck off of Twitter. And if you're one of those goddamn people who likes to post spoilers as a troll, fuck you. Don't listen to us anymore. We don't need it. No, listen. Download. <laughs> he goes. He goes. No, listen. D- download. download us. If anything, just download the episode. Yeah, download the episode of that. Fuck off. <laughs> Help us with that with that revenue. Yeah, press download and, and then and go be a piece of shit someplace else. Exactly. <laughs> so thank you all for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation for CJ Palmasano, Vinny Carini, and Andreas Palacares. Thank you all for so much for listening, Kang Gang Bang. We love you all. Spider Man No Way Home is here. Hell yeah. The Kang Gang Bang!